We give you all the praise and all the glory for the mighty things that you have done. You are prayer hearing and prayer answering God. We thank you for the miracles. We thank you for the breakthroughs. We thank you for the protection. We thank you for the preservation of our lives. We thank you for promotions uh, this month in Jesus' precious name. Everybody say a big amen. amen. Oh, come on. Give God a hand of praise. Bless his holy name. Glory, 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 glory. Oh, some of you, the way you are clapping like that. Oh. Hey. Glory to God. Yeah. You haven't read the scripture. We say that those who don't have. Eh, what happened to them? Those who have more will be given to them. And those what? The little they have, they will be taken away. So if you don't show much appreciation, the little you have will be taken away. If you show great appreciation, it will be given. Amen. Hallelujah. We give God praise. We give God worship. We bless your holy name. We honor your holy name. We magnify you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Can you take your seat? Hallelujah. God is good. And all the time. So I said, but we came for teaching service. Why are we praying? We came to the house of God. The house of God is a place of divine intervention. Amen? Yeah. So anytime that we come, prayer must be foremost. Prayer. When you pray, you are not wasting your time. Hallelujah. Yeah. In fact, when you want to gain time, you rather must pray. Yeah. You must pray if you want to gain time. I think it's... Amen. Okay. This month, this month is our month of walking with the Lord closely. Amen. A month of close walking with the Lord. Somebody say close walking with the Lord. Amen. Amen. And in walking closely with the Lord, we need to know. I think earlier on what you did was okay. Now you are letting the echo come in. In John chapter 14. Do John 15, 7. Let me see. John 15, 7. Yep. So, jump to the 5. Yeah, Jesus said, I am the, I am the what? The vine, and you are the branches. He that abides in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Amen? Amen. Now, at, at any branch that is not well connected to the vine can can be nothing. It, it, that's why Jesus said, I'm the branch, vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. That means that to bear much fruit, you have to stick to the Lord. The branch must stick very close. Tell your friend, stick close to the Lord. Yeah. And in sticking close to the Lord, when you stick, 
because the branch is sticking close to the vine, it receives various kinds of fluids that make it grow and then it bears fruit. Oftentimes, you don't see the, the, the fruit on the vine, but you see it on the branch. But the branch can boast and say, and you see, the branch is beautified by the fruit that comes upon it. But it bears fruit just because of its strong connection with the vine. And so, your strong connection, I'm showing you something that your strong contact with the Lord is what is going to make you fruitful. So, this month onwards, decide that you want to develop a closer walk with the Lord. Someone say, a closer walk with the Lord. Yeah. By prayer, by Bible study, by living a life of holiness and purity, you know, by, by, by service, by commitment, and by absolute dedication to the things of God. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why in the verse number 7, look at, let's look at it and then we hit on what we want to be hitting on. Verse 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. So you see that the, the fulfillment of your desire depends or hinges on the fact that you must abide in the Lord. An unbeliever's prayer is not heard by God until it's a prayer of repentance. Is, is that right? Yeah. Because the Bible says your sin has hidden me from you. So it's important that we seek. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will then ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. This month, what you desire may be done unto you. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, what you desire may be done unto you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, if you are going to work with the Lord, then you have to work by the principles that he, the Lord, has outlined for you to know. Amen? Amen? Good. Like, one of the things I told you about, if you are going to ask God for anything, one of the things is that you have to learn to be, you are, your sins one must be forgiven. Now, if your sins are not forgiven, you will not receive anything. And it also means that if you do not forgive, you are not a forgiving person, your sins will also will be retained. And because your sins have been retained, you will not, your prayers will not be answered. Amen? Okay. Now, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 and 12, when earlier on Jesus has said that I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. That's what he, I will build my church. Okay. I think, and the gates of hell will not what, prevail against it. Now, in Jesus in building the church, he was the head of the church. And the Bible says that when he ascended on high, he gave, let's start from probably verse 9 or 8 to give it a better understanding. Now this. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive, and he gave gifts unto what? Man. Wow. And now this. He, he ascended. What does he mean? But that he also first descended into the lower parts of the earth. That means he went to hell. And verse 10. Verse 10. He who ascended also, he who descended is also the one who ascended 
far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. Verse 11 and 12. He himself gave some to be what? Apostles, prophets, evangelists, some to be pastors, and some were teachers. So not all, though, he gave some. What is the purpose of this ministry? For the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and for the edifying of the body of Christ. That means that these gifts that he gave are supposed to equip the saints. The word equipping them means training the saints so that the saints will do the work of the ministry. If you look at other, other versions, maybe NIV, NIV or some more, give, give me another version so that they can understand, especially. Yeah, to prepare God's people what? for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Hallelujah. Amen. Good. So, you, and some versions say what? To train, ah, but message version is there, you said it was not there. To train Christians in what? Skilled servant work. The scripture I mentioned in Job, we'll read it later. To train what? Christians in what? Skilled servant work. So, the work of the fivefold ministry, the work of a pastor, is to train the Christians. Are you a Christian? Yes. So, if you're a Christian, it's to train you in what? Skilled servant work. Not just to train you to do just the work, but to be a skilled servant. And when we say somebody is skilled, it means that they've taken time to shape in the person. A carpenter is a skilled craftsperson. He knows how to cut the wood. He knows how to do measurement. Carpentry involves measurements, calculations, some arithmetic. Are you getting me? Good. And any other trade to be a teacher, skill. Teaching is not just knowing the facts. You must know how to disseminate the information. We talk about class control, eye contacts, many other things that, that involves teaching. It's not just parroting information. Parroting information doesn't make you a teacher. So that at the end of the class, there must be, there must be teaching and learning. Yes. So at the end of every, every teaching session, at the end of the service, when the man of God has preached, there must be learning, something you must learn to take home. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So you see that the pastor's work or an evangelist, what whoever within the fivefold, their work is to train Christians. And when you go to the military and involves training, training involves what receiving instruction. Is that right? It involves what rebuke. It involves correction. That's what I would say. The word of God is profitable for what doctrine. Open that scripture. This is the one I saw open that you open. It's not everything I have to tell you. The word of God is profitable for doctrine. Where is it? Second Timothy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Every part of scripture is God-breathed and useful one way or another. Have you, have you got it? Every part of scripture. That's what every part. Showing us truth. Exposing our rebellion. Have you seen it? The scripture, it shows us what truth exposes our rebellion, correcting our mistakes, training us to live God's way. Amen. Amen. So that what will happen, verse 17, verse 17, through the word we are put together 
and shaped up for the tasks God has for us. So we have a task. That's why when you go to the military or the police, for the task they have for them, they shape them. They instruct them. They correct them. They shout at them. They do many things. But it's all to shape them for the task. So a service person is a hard person. Don't you see the police? It's ready and they must stand on it. You cannot be a softy to be a policeman or a military person. You have to be a hard person. I have one of our service guys. He's a military guy. And when he was on holidays and he was supposed to spend time with his family, I saw him going and say, I'm, I'm on leave, but they have called me. A civilian will not go. But, but a military person must go. And the church, a church is a military force. Which means that we must call you. When we call you at any time, you don't say I'm sleeping. You must get up. You don't say I'm eating. I'm finishing. There are some things you don't finish eating. You must stop the eating and run. Because by the time you finish your eating, something is spoiled. Are you getting me? Or I'm stretching a little. Or you are there and God shows you a revelation about someone. He said, rise up and pray. He said, oh God, I just slept only 30 minutes ago. Didn't God know that you slept only 30 minutes ago? But he still said, rise up and pray. (laughs) Amen. Okay. So you see that I'm trying to introduce the fact that God says he's building a church and he has tasked for the people to do. And he he calls certain people so that they'll become the trainers. So a pastor is a trainer. So as I'm standing here, I'm a coach. Amen. Yeah, I'm a coach. I'm a spiritual coach. That is why some even call themselves life coach. Because we teach you both spiritual things and life things. Amen. How to marry, how not to marry, how to eat and how not to eat, how to dress and how not to dress. Don't you tell you something how not to dress? Yeah, how not to do all those things kind of thing. And don't think that, why did we come for a school of this? It's God who is teaching you. Cause, and God will teach you through a man. He said, how do I know that? Jeremiah 3.15. I'll give unto you pastors. Both, both ways. That one. I'll give you good shepherds, shepherd rulers who rule my way, who rule you with intelligence and what? Wisdom. Do it in King James for me. I'll give you pastors after my heart who shall who shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Listen, if you don't have understanding, you make mistakes. If they give you eight into bracket, three minus four, eh? Into bracket, five square. Divided by eight into bracket again, 24 over three times 30 over five is equal. You see, you are getting confused, but, but, but there's a simple way of doing it straight away. Your mind must get to what is known as board mass. If you do not apply the principle of board mass, you will not get it correct. Are you getting me? Uh huh. So, in the same way, too, you need to have understanding 
when it comes to the things of God, or else we'll be think you'll be wrong in many ways. Can I have an amen? amen? And in life, for you not to be mistaken in many ways, God gives you different kinds of relationships. He'll give you biological father and mother who train you how to clean your teeth, do this, don't do this, and you go to school, and your teachers, you see a child who is a total ignorant, and by the time the, teach, the child comes after about one month, the child now has learned how to write, he's now saying A, B, C, D, and all those kinds of things. Why? Because these are people that have been trained, and they are training these ones. So God gives us different relationships, relationship with your lawyers, doctors, teachers. And one thing you have to know is that the relationships you have they are based on a particular understanding that you have that is established. Amen? Now, the quality of the relationship you have with anybody that's important to you is determined or influenced by your perception of them. Now, what I'm teaching you, you'd apply it to your business, how you relate with your boss, how you relate with your teachers, how you relate with your Pastor, how you relate with us. But because we are in church, I, I'm, I'm going to teach on how to relate with your man of God or woman of God. Amen. Amen. Is that a good thing? Yes. So more or less, you can say how to relate to your teacher, how to relate with your, 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 your boss, how to relate with your p- parents, how to relate to them. Amen. Now, How you perceive your pastor determines how you treat him. So how you perceive your, te- your, your lawyer, how you perceive your doctor, how you perceive your, your boss is how you treat him. So, and how you treat your pastor is more or less how you treat God because your pastor is a messenger and a representative of God, which I've already mentioned. Amen? Good. Tell somebody, your pastor is a representative and a messenger of God. Okay. So, how are you to relate with him? So, how are you to relate to your boss? How, do you relate, how should you relate with your pastor? Number one, receive him as a father. Receive him as a father. Your pastor serves as your spiritual father. Your father, pastor serves as a spiritual father. Now, in the Bible, there's this man called Elisha. Elisha had a relationship with Elijah. But Elisha, Elisha had a physical father known as Shaphat, 2 Kings 3, 11. She was known as Elisha, the son of Shaphat. His biological father was what? Shaphat. You see, there can be... A, whoever is your boss is more or less a father. And it doesn't relate to age. It relates to position. Amen? Yeah. In this context, it's what? 
position. When somebody is your boss, when somebody is your leader, the person is, has become your father. Amen. Your person is a father. He said, by Shaphat, Jehoshaphat said, isn't there a prophet of God anywhere around through whom we can consult God? That means that through a prophet of God, you can consult God. In those Old, Old Testament days, are you getting me? Yeah. But then in the New Testament, God ministers to us through the fivefold ministry. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I told you that their work is what? To train you, to give you doctrine. It's profitable for doctrine, for instruction in righteousness, for rebuke, for reproof. So it's all part of it. So your pastor's work is to rebuke you, to reprove you, to give you instructions and all those things. Okay. So now, and then that, look at that scripture, 2 Kings 3.11. It says that Elisha, son of Shaphat, is what? Around somewhere. So Elisha was what? The son of Shaphat. His father's name is, was Shaphat. But now look at uh, Second Kings chapter 2 verse 12. In Second Kings chapter 2 verse 12, we see that Second Kings chapter 2 verse number 12. When Elijah was being taken up to heaven, Elisha saw it and shouted, My father, my father, you the chariot of and cavalry of Israel. And when he could no longer see anything, he grabbed his robe and ripped it to pieces. He called when Elijah was being taken to heaven. You see, Elijah, Elijah, Elisha followed Elijah. He wanted a double portion of the anointing. And he said, you have asked a hard man, when you see me go, that means that if you stick with me to the end, let me tell you, the anointing is never gotten one day. The anointing is not even gotten just when a man of God just gets up and he's laid hands on you. The anointing comes by sowing. A seed never becomes fruitful until it has sown into a particular soil. And until you make your investment into a particular anointing, you will never derive from the anointing. And the anointing you attract is the anointing you respect. The anointing you respect and admire is what is going to come to you. And it is the anointing that breaks and destroys you. The reason why most people, they come to church and their lives are the same is because they do not respect the anointing. They came into the church and the church is not the building. It's not the people. It's not the committee. God calls a man. Go and read Isaiah 51. He says that and God called him alone. God doesn't call committees. He calls a man and he gives other people around him to be, to be assisting him to do whatever he's doing. So that it is the anointing. When he calls a man, he puts a certain anointing on him. So when you connect to that anointing, Bible says, by the anointing, the yoke shall be what? Destroyed. But your yoke will not be destroyed because you have not well connected to the anointing. Why have you not connected to the anointing? Because you have not fully regarded the anointing, respected the anointing, admired the anointing, and honored the anointing. Are you getting me? And so I see many people, listen, by the grace of God, this year, 41 years in the faith. Yes, 41 years in the faith. So I have seen a few things. Yes, 41 years. And I give God the glory. And I've seen how people can come to church and after a short while, they believe in the grace and anointing and they receive. And in other places, they are there, they note all the commentaries. Who says a pastor is a perfect person? Who says your boss is the perfect person? You even find some medical doctors and as they're there, they are smoking tower. What's tower? 
Eh? Tobacco. Tobacco. And you know that tobacco is not good, but he's smoking it. And he's treating people with problems of tobacco, but he's still so And he's, he's right. But he has a certain knowledge and skill. And you respect him. Are you following me? Yeah. So all I'm trying to say is that the, your mother is not perfect, your father is not perfect, and so your pastor may not even be perfect. But he has, God has still put a certain grace and anointing upon him that when you respect, appreciate, and admire, it will come to end to change your own life. The man is not anointed for himself. He is anointed for others. Water hose, water passes through water hose, not for the water hose itself, but to water others. Amen. Yeah. So he called him father. And when why father do not receive your pastor like your friends. <laughs> if you are pastor here, listen, church member they can be or whatever, but it's not it's not your friend. You are you are a you are a father of a sort to them. Are you getting me? Yes. And you, you must, inside your heart, you must know that this is your father. You may be older. You may be older. You are even the one who gave birth. Bishop, where the post father calls him daddy? Yes. Because he's daddy in the spirit. And not only that. Are you following me? Yeah, I have my, my cousin is here. She calls me daddy. Big. She has done a master. She's done whatever and all those things. She, she calls me daddy. Because I'm a spiritual daddy. So, do not, so when you must relate with people based on positions and not based on the fact that I, I, I'm older or we are the same age, you will miss it. I keep telling you that age mates is not class, or uh, classmates is not what? Age mates nor classmates is not the same as grace mates. Because God gives grace for different things. And for every purpose, God gives a grace. Amen. Yeah. The grace that is on Lady Cool, I may not have that grace. Yeah. So when it comes to certain musical whatever, we are not the same. And I have to respect her for that. And the other people today have got certain graces. When they are playing the keyboard, I, I don't have that grace. When I touch a keyboard, there will be special sound here. Amen. Yeah. So, so, do not treat him like your friends. Receive him as a father. Tell, tell somebody, receive your pastor, receive your pastor. From, today from today as your father. As your father. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And why do you have to receive your man of God as a father? Because number one, a person who has a father receives guidance. He will give you guidance. A father without a person without a father, no, no guidance. Eh? Yeah. Bishop Dark's wife wanted to become an ordinary, she, she wanted to be, go to secretarial school. Type, type. The father said, No, go and do law. The father guided her. And out of going to do law, she met Bishop Dark. And today, look at what God has done with their lives. So it means that a father's guidance has helped her to become somebody special. Amen. 
She could have said, oh, that, that, my flesh, I like the typing. I like the A-S-Z-A column L-K-J. Those days, when we were growing up, it was a typewriter. A-S-Z-A column L-K-J. I like that thing. And I like the shorthand. So I went to go to the school. Uh, we used to have a shorthand school somewhere. I'll go and learn shorthand and all those things. Father said, no. Go and do law. A father gives what? Guidance. So you must learn to accept the guidance of your pastor. When you see, you see, when you receive him as a father, you will take guidance from him. Yeah. It's true. When you see him as a father, you receive guidance. There are people that are received as fathers. And if they sometimes go to them for guidance, say, what do you say about this? What do you say about that? Amen. One time I met Dr. Tabler, we were talking about the building. He said, build it this way, this way, this way, this way. Because he has built I said, Father, I went and got some sophisticated plan for our church building and all those things. Bishop Dark said, that thing that you are doing, if you do, you will never finish. And he mentioned the name of certain pastors who have been building for that they never seem to be finishing. So he said, build something straight, build something simple, build something whatever, and all those And I listened to him. And look at us today by the grace of God. So, a father gives you what? Guidance. Guidance means what? Leadership. Then, he gives you direction in life. So, he gives you guidance, direction in life. Number three, he also gives provision. The one who has a father receives what? Provision. Yeah. You receive provision from him. And one of the major provisions you receive from me is spiritual provision. Amen? Yeah. Provision and protection. Someone say provision and protection. It goes together. Provision and protection. Okay. When you have parents, don't they protect you? Yeah. They protect you, preacher. That's why they provide, they provide a roof. Right now, as we are in the church here, as a father, I've provided, I've, I've given you a provision. You have a church building. Yeah. You've got, what time you come? Do, do you carry chairs from your house? What time you can there are chairs here? The place is kept clean. That is provision. So when you see things, when you come to the church and you see things that are done nice, you must know that there is a father in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Yes, yeah. If you want to clap, you can clap. There's a father in the house. A house that the father is not in charge. You can see the way the children live. You see, everybody has gone to get a polythene bag and is coming. And he's walking, and everybody is at his own corner, and everybody is uh, doing their own thing. They finish and they throw in. Uh, but the father in the house said, No, politics back. Eat from this, do this. And the father in the house will give money, say, Let's cook, let's do parmesan soup, let's do everybody and this, let's do whatever. Yes. Provision. Number, number five. Yeah? Oh, number one is. Guidance. Number two is direction. Number three is provision and protection. Number four is inheritance. Flows naturally from a father to his children. Inheritance flows naturally. You know. If you're, if you're, if you're a child, inheritance flows naturally. Yeah. So when you're a child, you will receive a spiritual inheritance. Amen. Yeah. You receive a spiritual inheritance and other things. May the anointing of God upon my life come upon you too. Amen. 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 
You see, there are certain men of God, you will never have the opportunity to get close to them, not even, even 50, 50 yards away. They will not allow you. But by the grace of God, by my relationship with them, eh, and by impartations I receive from them, you, you receive that grace over the, on their lives. Yes. Yeah. I receive grace. By the grace of God, that I, I, I can sit in meetings with the archbishop. You know, where do you go? You actually, you know, where are you going to? So when Papa prays over me and touches my hand, even the touching as he shakes your hand, says, man of God, it's a, it is an, it's something I have received. So when I also touch you, what I have received, it comes onto you. There's a release. By osmotic activity, you receive. Amen. Amen. Yeah. It's very important. And, and by the grace of God, God has connected me to many wonderful men of God. So you see that certain things that happen in your life and you see that it is by some contact, some things and they, they change your life. That's why you have to receive your father well. Amen. Amen. Like some of you, like they said the other day, their national service, some of them, they are going to throw them somewhere. If I know that they are going to, they have thrown them. And I said, bring them back. Wherever you threw them, bring them back. And just by phone calls, I never even traveled there, just phone calls. I said, this person say this, 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 And I've been doing this for years. And before they realize, they have been brought to where they want to work. Back to Accra. If it's secondary school, by the grace of God, some of them, I just go, I just, by phone call. I said, this person didn't get, wanted this choice, but didn't get, and all those things. And they have taken the person to Fanchinico. And why Fanchinico? Fanchinico uh, Senior High. They don't even know how to get there. And then they take them in connection with the Father. Yeah. Amen. So if you have a relationship, now the next one is that a a servant or an employee does not stay around forever, but a son is forever. Tell us what a son is forever. John 8, 35. A son is forever. There's never a time where, whether even if your father is angry with you, you're a son forever. If you don't like your father or your mother, you're, you're a child forever. Amen. A slave is a transient who can't come and go at will. The son, though, has an established position. The rank of the whole house. Hallelujah. Yeah. The son has an established position. So when you are a son, you have what? An established position. When I go to, I just go there. And they say, this is your chair. Yeah, I have a special chair. When I go there, I go to my father's house. So there's a, there's a chair. I said, boy, stand there. Sometimes, no matter the crowd, they'll come prepare a place. You, you are seated here. This is your place. This is your place. Amen. amen. May you get a special place. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen. Mm. Now, if you have a relationship with a, with a man of God, which becomes a father and son or father-daughter relationship, you can, you can expect, you should expect a spiritual inheritance by the transfer of blessings from God into your life. Now, how will you get a spiritual inheritance? Every time as you come to church, something is happening to you. Every time you, as you meet him and you are talking, whether casually or by preaching or by screaming or by correction, whatever it is, something is happening to you. How do I know that? Ezekiel 2, 2 says that, and the spirit entered into me whilst he yet spoke. He didn't say he was speaking a spiritual thing. He didn't say spiritual thing. He said whilst he was what? Speaking. When, excuse me to say, when somebody's mouth smells and he speaks, doesn't the smelling mouth come out? And doesn't it come out to you? Yeah. It's important. And you, mm, uh, and if the person who has taken ask or something that is uh, as he swore, what is in his mouth is released unto you. If a snake opens his mouth, anytime a snake opens his mouth, you must know that venom is coming out. So if an anointed man also opens his mouth, what is coming out is anointing. Yes. 
So by being around, I'm telling you this, you see, I, over the years, the Lord is just showing me new things. And I have grown to like and respect men of God in a special way. I've grown to like them and, because me, I know that it is just the grace of God and it's just the anointing of God that changes our lives. It is not just hard work because there are people that work hard, more, more hard work than you and yet they don't get anywhere. And maybe you too, you are working tomorrow but you are not getting anywhere because you are not connecting yourself to a true anointing. You can be in a church, you can be serving, you can be ushering, you can be singing. You are so close and yet very far to the anointing. Did you get me? You can be so close. You can even be sitting here but very far. Because I knew people who used to sit behind the pastor and be serving the pastor and yet very far. Very far in their hearts. Because they, they didn't have regard for that. They could even some of them could bring. I knew one guy. He used to sit for me here. After singing, no, no, he was taking phones and then be insulting me to people. Yes. And say, I'm partial on this. And this is a person that every month I give money to. This is a person that when I travel, I shop for him. And yet, he had forgotten the fact that amongst the many people that could have chosen other people to see. And he stands there. He sings. He's supposed to be standing on my path. He's even breaking a spiritual law that when you are caught against your brother, do not go to the altar. So if you have any problem, if you have any bad thing in your heart, if you are, your heart doesn't synchronize with my heart, you have no peace to come and stand on this altar. Because I will say that if you are caught against your brother, go and deal with it before you go and present your sacrifice. So if you come and stand here and take this microphone and you say you are singing and you are caught against him in the power of God who is coming to preach, after you are done your singing, your singing is meaningless. Am I teaching something here? Yeah. Your offering is meaningless. Or you're commenting. So do not be that close and yet far. Because you are not connected. It is the connection. Excuse me to say, before a man and a woman, a woman will get pregnant. A man can be so close to a woman. But if there's no connection, I hope you understand connection. If there's no connection, and it must be a connection, a sticking connection, there shall be no childbirth, no fruitfulness. So there are many people who are that close, but there's no sticking connection. There is no intercourse. And where there is no intercourse, intercourse is exchanges of things. Are you getting me? Exchanges of emotions and things. So if you, there are no proper exchanges of emotions and things, you get nothing. So you can be around and become very unfruitful. So you say that your boss can be there, but you think you're working about for some reason, he's not being touched to do something special for you. You can't be staying with your husband, and your husband is not being touched to do something special for you because of the fact that there is something, you know, your heart is not connecting well. Am I teaching something here? Yes. Are you being blessed? Yes. Amen. So, expect to receive the anointing. John 6, 63, Jesus said, the words I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit and Listen, when anytime anybody is speaking, he may not necessarily have to say something wrong. If the spirit in the person is not right, he transfers something to you. If the spirit is not right, so long as you get around him and the person opens his mouth, he will report is in him. A good man, when you are around him, he releases that spirit. Spirit can be transferred just by being present around and through speaking and by contacts. That is why you have to be sensitive. Who do I get close to? When the person is trying to say something, the person is trying to say something, but he's afraid that he doesn't, he's not too sure about who you are, but he's trying to say it. And in order to receive anointing, you must be like a baby. Amen? I think some verse 2. He says that through the mouth of babes and sucklings, you have ordained what? Strength. Some versions say you have ordained strength. Psalm 8 verse 2. Paroshi Mahatarama. Out of the mouth of babes and infants, you have ordained what? Strength. So it means that when a babe breastfeeds from the mother, the babe gets what? Strength. When you receive spiritual nourishment from your father, you become strength. Receive it in Jesus' name. Now, how do you receive someone as a father? How do you receive someone as a father? This is, I'm teaching, you, you, you should teach it to your staff. Teach it to your people that you want to raise them up. He says, say this. Teach them these things. Amen. Yeah. 
Now, the first thing is that if you are receiving somebody as a father, you must be loyal to him. That's what the lawyer. Loyal means faithful. It means you must be committed. You must be dedicated. In the military, when they find out that you are not loyal, you are in big trouble. Is that right? Loyalty means commitment. And loyalty is always to the highest personality. So in the church, our, our highest personality is Christ. Our loyalty is to Christ. And to Christ's ordained person, agent in the house. When you go to any business, let me tell you, your loyalty is not to your immediate supervisor. Your loyalty must be to the head of the institution. You see, your loyalty must be to the person who makes decisions about your life. Who can make final decisions regarding your position. Yeah, that is why your loyalty is. That is why when you, when you go into a competent thing, it's not a union, union. You see, the people in the union, they are not at top level. You must connect yourself, you must have connection with management. You must, you, you see managers demonstrating. Managers don't hear, we don't go sit down here. Be in contact with management. Desire to be part of the management. And that comes by what? Promotion. But if you are there and you are defiant of leadership and you do whatever, the person that you are fighting, do you think you promote you? No. If I know you are fighting, I won't promote you. Why should I promote you? Why should I? Bishop God says what? You will never pray, you will never pray for a rebellious person so that you become anointed you are rebellious. You become a rebel more against him. Yeah. When you see, his hand is there. Why should his hand go here? When you know that your heart is not correct. When you know that, why should he pray? Pray for you for what? So that you be anointed to become a freedom fighter. You be fighting? No. It's not a good thing. Are you learning something here? Your commitment. Listen, if you if you live with if you live with anybody, your commitment must be your, your loyalty must be to the highest person over there. Don't join books and we are this and we are that and we are that and we are that. When you do that, you have become a friend of the devil. Jesus said in John 6 17, Have I not chosen the what? The 12 of you. One of you is a devil. After Jesus fasted and prayed, one of you. Do not become a devil. Amen. Do not become an agent of the devil Amen. to be used. Amen. 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 Yeah, it's true. Be somebody who loves your boss. Amen. He may have mistakes, but still, he, he has come up with a business that at the end of the day, you still get something to eat. If you think that what you are doing, the work you are not getting, you know, don't bad mouth him, don't whatever. You go quietly. Say, boss, I thank you for the 20 cities you have been giving me. You know, and things like that. But now I think I want to be able to. And still maintain a good relationship with him. Because one day you still need it. We never bang doors. You may need to go through that door one day. Yeah. You see, when you are loyal, you'll be promoted. Do you know why? In Esther chapter 6, verse 1. Haman had planned to kill Mordecai and the Jews. The night before, the night before, I would say the king could not sleep. So, one was commanded to bring the book of the records. And they, they, when they read it, they brought it before the king. And then verse 2, the Bible says that it was written, it was found written that Mordecai, this Mordecai had been faithful, had been committed, had been dedicated, had been loyal in saving the life of the king because two of, two of the king's eunuchs Bictana and Teresh, they sought to lay hands on King Ahasuerus. It means that there can be in the office people who are plotting against the leader. There can be in a church people who have been saying bad things. Are you getting me? Yeah. Plottings. He's saying evil things. And when Mordecai heard it, he told the king, listen, any, any time, you see, you will be loyal always to something or somebody. But may your loyalty always be to a good cause. Not to rebellion and to people. Because when you are rebellious on the wrong cause and to join the wrong people, your life will always be down. When Mordecai did that, the Bible said, the king said, what 
honor or dignity has been bestowed on Mordecai for this. It means that loyalty will bring to you what? Honor and dignity. Are you learning something here? Honor and dignity. And then Haman, the one who was supposed to, <laughs> who plotted the evil, they asked him. And then he came up with a lot of things and he thought he was the one. But the honor was given to Mordecai. So the point here is that when you are loyal, is that right? Now, loyalty does not hide evil things. That's right. Yeah. When people do the wrong things, so sometimes they say, oh, hey, this one, you just want to go and report this one, this one is a reporter. If you are doing the wrong thing, will you be reported? Joseph reported his brothers who were doing the bad things. But it was that thing that eventually led his brothers to hate him. He had coat of many colors. They thought that his brother was very loyal to his father. Why should his brother not be loyal to his father? Didn't he come out of his father's loins? He came out of his father's loins. He had to be committed. But the other boys were bad boys. Evil boys. Bad sons. Who never cherished their father's effort. That when they say go and take care of the sheep or whatever, they were doing things their own way. But this boy said, I will not join this kind of conspiracy. I will not join this kind of behavior. But in, in church and, uh, and in various institutions, you'll find people who are always ganging together and somehow they see their boss, they see their pastor as a bad person. Meanwhile, then they see him to the degree. Hello, boss. Listen to me. Every wise boss, every wise boss, Anybody who has done any business is wise enough, is intelligent enough to know that people are pretending. You think every time you say, Hello, uh, I, I, I know you mean it, I know you don't mean it. Because right inside this church, even in the church that I built, when someone says, Hello, daddy, right in the church here. So if you can do this in the church, how about if you are in house? How about if you are outside the gate yeah, here? How can you receive that? How can you be promoted? But you see, when Joseph did that, for a, a period, he, he suffered. But his brothers thought that they were punishing him. They even said, let's kill him. But whatever they are doing, his, his loyalty to his father was what promoted him eventually yeah. to Egypt. Your loyalty will promote you. Amen. It's true. One day, a certain man of God took his church member and they went somewhere. And as they went, they, they went to a certain man. And as they were talking, the man said, He asked, I said, Is this person a faithful person to you? Is he really faithful? I want you to be truthful to me. Is he faithful? He said, Yes. He said, I've got some car over there, nice car over there. You know, I don't, I don't know, I feel like just blessing somebody with it. And the guy called a car because of faithfulness. Yeah. Faithfulness. Pastor Ben, if somebody wants to kill you, eh? you, you want to kill you, and then the brother comes and says that, see, that road there, they have put something there. The people have plotted to kill you. And really, you say they want to kill you. you will you ever forget him? You will, are never forgotten when you are a loyal person. You are never forgotten. If you don't want to be forgotten, learn to be a loyal person. 
Are you getting me? Yeah. Before I married mama, I've met ladies. I mean, the pastor. When I sing, I used to be praising worship leader. I'll be singing, darling Jesus, darling Jesus, oh my darling Jesus, you're a wonderful God. I love you so much, darling Jesus, oh my darling Jesus. You then you see the girls, darling Jesus, darling Jesus, oh my, hey, the wriggling and thing. I said, hey, come and see young man. They what? They what? They'll be dancing. Wriggling themselves. Some of them, in fact, there was one girl, eh, I was even afraid. There were times that when I was going to church, I was even afraid. Hey! I said, aggressive. That girl was determined to grab me. Can you imagine? As I'm leading praise and worship, they should come and stand by me like that. When I, I, and I become very uncomfortable. When I move somewhere and praise stand, when I'm, I'm everywhere, she was marking me. Close marking and to make sure that any girl is driven away. We're not even friends, so but she somehow is like I I am determined. This guy, I am coming for you. Eh? Rambo, I am coming for you. I'm coming. I am coming. And sure, 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 just like that. Look, later on, I felt so uncomfortable. I said, Lord, deliver me. <laughs> Because with my physical movements, I realized that I was still, when I tried to dodge her, she was undodgeable. So I just had to pray that Lord, deliver me from this person. Because the reason again, we're meaning me, pa. I'm telling you, not getting meaning what she had meant me. Yeah, she had meant me. And one girl also came, one day I finished her job, finished preaching, then she came and stood, he said, please, some people at Tema say, they know you, so I want to take a picture with you, another, then the Holy Ghost said, don't. The Holy Ghost said, don't take a picture. He said, she go to take, when you, the moment you take the picture, she advertise that you are something to her. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, I won't take the picture. I won't take the picture. And do you know what she did? Later on, she, she was a, she was an usher in the church. And one day I was preaching. In the middle of the preaching, she started walking. I'm telling you. And her hair, she had done some special hair. Like a man mountain on top of her head. Look, I'm telling you. To distract me. So after the service, I called the ashes and said, this thing, it shouldn't happen. Then she started, she started crying. Crying. And things. And one guy, one pastor, decided to go and console her. She was married before she realized. He, he was married. Before she realized, the girl has taken over. Merci. They are married. And she told them, she told the wife. She told the wife and said that I was only doing you, I was doing you good. In me? Yes. Yeah. She was good enough. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. She said, I, I was doing you good. What, what you couldn't do for your husband, I was doing it. And I'm talking about being in a charismatic. She used to speak in tongues. The girls would say, Loko Yejay. Amen. Yeah. But you see, I just could see the, 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 the faithfulness in mommy. Yeah, she did certain things. And I, I, I could see that this is a good woman. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
So loyalty, it pays, I'm telling you. Loyalty pays. You go to ICGC, some of the key people around Dr. Otabel. There were some, uh, there were some big men there. There used to be some very wild big men there. There are no more there. And those who look like the simple, ordinary people, today, they are the ones who have occupied the position. Yes, they are the ones who have occupied the, the position. So learn to be loyal. Amen. 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 And a loyal person does not hide information. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So when people say, hey, they'll be the one, hey, they go and report. Report what? You know, there are some people who are close. Who are close? You two get close. When, and when you try to get close, who sack you? It is because of the bad things you say. That's the reason why you can't get close. It's true. And sometimes I look into people's eyes and I can say that their eyes, you see, if you want to know people, look into their eyes. I'm telling you, I'm teaching you something. Look into their eyes and you see that their eyes, there's something. If you want to know good people, pray. The Holy Ghost will show you. Me, I can see, when I say, I say, this person is not correct. They can, they can be, pretend to be very nice, but I see them. And me too, I, I, you are pretending, you are pretending, uh, uh, you smile, I smile. But I know what's in my head. Yes. Yeah. David told the people, he said, if you have come with a good heart, my heart will be connected to you. It's in the Bible. So, people who come around with schemes and they talk behind us, they think we don't know, but we know. But for the sake of Christianity, hello, how are you? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Amen. You choose who you want to be loyal to. You cannot be loyal to everybody. And you cannot be loyal to everything. You have to choose. So in the church, who are you loyal to? In your office, who are you loyal to? Do you join a group of people who, who malign the leader and all those things? No. Shouldn't be. We are not even, this is not our main topic, so let's, let's move on. Hallelujah. Okay. So be loyal. Then, so how do you receive someone as a father? Be loyal. Number two, he should be able to speak freely into your life. A father should be able to speak freely into your life. Number three, trust him and what he says. Trust him and what he says. You see, do you know that children trust their parents? Yeah, look at babies. They try, they believe they believe their father is the strongest person. They believe their father can buy aeroplane. They believe their don't, don't children ask a trade just from their parent. Daddy, buy me this. Buy me. I have a friend in, in, in England and uh, they speak to him. He said, every time he says, Daddy talk. When she sees this, Daddy talk. Daddy talk. So we so we have nicknamed her Daddy Talk. She likes buying she, anything she and she believes that the father can buy it. Meanwhile, the father's resources are limited. <laughs> then the father will tell me that she doesn't know how we are trying to manage it. They say, because Charlie, London life is not easy. <laughs> Paying bills and all those things. Say, daddy talk, daddy talk. But she believes the fact that the daddy has the ability to be able to do everything. Yeah. You must have trust. Amen. And believe that the advice your father is giving to you is a good advice. Amen. Most often, a father will give you a good advice. Is that not it? He 
will give you a good advice. No, 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 no. A good father will give you a good advice. And then, number four, maintain high respect and admiration for him. Maintain high respect and admiration for him. Number, number what? Five. Let his will be done in your life. In the Lord's Prayer, it says what? Our Father who art in heaven. Thy will be done. Is that not it? The will of the Father be done. So it means that when your Father, listen to me. Sometimes, eh, you are, you are tested by little things. Sometimes you want to be given some big position. But your commitment to little things. Go and do this. Go and do that. Go and do that. Go and do that. Go and do that. It brings great promotion. See, today, I came here very early. I was praying. I was praying upstairs there. And as I was down there, I saw Pastor Derek cleaning the toilet. Saw him with the gloves. First I saw him clean around, scrubbing everything. Then went to And whilst where I was standing, I saw this man at the, in the ladies' toilets. And he was cleaning it passionately. I mean, I was, look, my eyes were, I, I was filled with tears. I said, this guy could have just flashed, if he, 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 assuming he's supposed even to do it. He could have just flashed the thing and that is all. Because there was no sign of any toilet. Because where I was standing, I was seeing everything. But he had taken this and was cleaning. He cleaned the thing. He cleaned the thing with soap and whatever. And after that, he raised the thing and was still cleaning and wiping it. I said, oh, what a heart. And such a person, when he's close to the man of God, you have a problem. Do you know what he does? And what is wrong about being close to a man of God? They said the man of God is good, but the people around him are bad. Who are the people around him? Are you also not around? Mm. <laughs> are you not around? Or you, you, are, you, are, you are away? Where are you? And you see, you do not understand. You don't know why somebody likes his servants. One day Bishop Doug said, look, you don't know why I don't... You, I like my servant. You say my servant. He said, some people know that they are their servant is a thief. But he still does something that compensates for the, 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 the stealing or the thievery. If there's a word like that. Zoe, are you getting me? Yeah. And he said, he goes out. When he goes out and comes back, 12.31 midnight, and he needs, he feels like eating a particular kind of food. you to get up. His servant will get up. He said, do this for me. Do that for me. Or tell the wife, do this and that. And they will do it. She, the servant will do it. The servant will iron. Say, iron this thing for me because I have to go here and here. And you never squeeze the face. Hmm. By you. Hmm. When we if he say something, say, oh, is it that? Why are they worrying us like that? What are all those things? I was so touched. In fact, today I was so touched when I saw Pastor Derek. To the point of tears, I said, oh, this young man. And he's not a small man. Have you seen? It's not, some of you, you, you think that he's about 22, 23 year old man. No. He's past the age where Jesus started ministry. 
past the age where Jesus started ministry. So if it was Jesus, he was healing the sick and moving around and doing things. And casting out demons. And after, I mean, you see, many people will be pompous. They will say, I mean, I've had people who have been in the church done things. He will hoover the place, clean up. There are times he comes and when something is to be done, or if you have to go somewhere, he will tell me that, Daddy, we need to clean the church. How to be around to make sure the church is clean. And it's not, part of, it's not a job description for him. It's a way for the people who are supposed to be cleaning the sanctuary. Clean the, come and clean the place and come and clean the toilets and all those things. But because they are not doing it. And he doesn't want his father to be disgraced. Because when the toilet is not clean and neat, you will come and you will be commentating. He doesn't want people to come and insult his father and his father's church. So he decides that I will clean it myself. Today you are supposed to come and lead praise and worship. And the time he had to be there, he was cleaning the place, wiping the place, doing things. Doesn't this man deserve some accolade? He deserves it. Sometimes some of the things I tell them to do, when I call you, I mean, even when I'm calling you, I think I'm I'm worrying you. So I will even call you. Yeah. Odd hours. This has to be done. One day, I had to call him and say, past 12 midnight, I said, let's go to this person's house. He's a church member. Because the person is not coming. But at least 12 midnight, you catch a person in the house. I said, let's go. Let's go. And so whether he's sleeping or whatever, he has to get up. Sometimes they are just there. I'll tell us, I said, this is it. Last Sunday, I had a guest and I needed to do some discussion. When the other, the moment we finished the service, I said, Pastor Fred, you are preaching. How many of you that the moment after that, I said, you are preaching Sunday service? And you are, they're preaching, you are preaching, you are not preaching, you are preaching my message, I preach. And assuming he didn't have time to write notes. Yeah. And he had to quickly organize himself. That is a son. You must be a son. You must be a daughter. Yes. To represent. Amen. Amen. So the will of your father must be done. And he tells you to fast. One day we said some people should fast. One girl said she has too much food in her freezer. So she can't fast. Yeah. Yeah. She can't she can fast. She told you. She measured it. It's a pastor. My, 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 my fridge is full, full of food. Full of food. The next one, accept his position and authority. You see, you must accept the position and authority of your boss. Accept the position and authority of your master. Amen. Mm. And then, finally, you know, the Lord's prayer, how do we end it? For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. That means that affirm his position in your life. Affirm his position in your life. So he says, he's my father. Yeah. So when you meet your pastor, you should be saying, this is my father. So in your relationship with him, he is not an ordinary person. He's a father. If you are in this church, I am your father. Amen. Amen. There are fathers of businesses. Some of you, you are there. Somebody set you up in business. He's He's your father in business. Somebody is a father in education. They are also fathers of crime. 
who will teach you how to commit certain crimes. Fathers of crime. Fathers of stealing. Fathers of wickedness. And they're also fathers of good things. And mothers of good things. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So don't mock your father. Proverbs 30 verse 17. Those of you who, who say bad things, you come. Listen, don't say bad things. So the church is a holy place. And Bible says that touch not my anointed. Do my prophets no harm. Do not joke with holy things. Proverbs 30, 17. A wicked messenger falls into trouble. But a faithful, no. No, 30, not 30. But okay, you look at that scripture. Look at that scripture. As you have done it, I think it's a good scripture to read. Proverbs 13, then we'll come to. A wicked messenger falls into trouble, but a faithful ambassador brings what? Health. May you be a, a faithful ambassador. Yeah. Now let's go to the Proverbs 30, 17. <clears throat> the eye that mocks his father and scorns obedience to his mother, the ravens of the valley will pick it out and the young eagles will eat it. Don't be somebody who mocks your father. Don't be somebody that when your father sees your, hears your name, it creates pain in his heart. But you are, we are a troublesome child. Eh? We are a troublesome child. You trouble, you don't, you, don't, you, you don't bring happiness, you don't bring happiness to your father. Your father should see you and be very happy and excited. Amen. Your mother should see and say, oh, my son, my son, my daughter, not someone who is quarrelsome. You meet your mother, you are quarreling with your mother because your mother's breasts are falling and yours is standing. Oh, your face, now you speak better English and your, mother, your mother's English is contorted. Or you know the sins of your father. And so you are there. Don't be an Absalom. Amen? Amen. Number two. Say positive. So number one is receive him as a father. Is that right? Okay. How do you relate to your man of God? Number one, receive him as a father. Number two, say positive things about your pastor. Members must say positive things about their pastor. Comment positively on the preachings and teachings. When you come to this church, are there no good things here? When even we talk about testimony time, we're not talking about just, okay, the Lord has done this, I got a car, I got a house, I got money and co. The teachings you are receiving, that is changing your life. Amen. As I did a series on offenses, I mean, I've had people who sent me messages, I've been blessed, I've learned this, I've learned that. Is that right? Yeah. Pastor Johnny gave a, a, a testimony of somebody and he said, the, 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 the person said, <laughs> The lady had been jilted. Eh? Pastor Johnny, tell them. What did the person say? Take the microphone, tell them. He had wanted to take somebody that hurt him. Hurt her? Hurt her to a juju man to go and kill the person. And by daddy's message, she passed a comment that that guy, anytime he hear a pastor whose name is Reverend Yonatan Kuban, he should thank him. He was going to kill that guy who had hair, you know, and that guy was saved by daddy's message. Wow. Yeah. So you see, that guy is alive today because of this preaching. So you should not discourage it. 
And you should not discourage others from listening to it. Amen. Amen. You must rather encourage people to listen to the preaching. And when you learn something from it, you must be the one to, to give a testimony. So a part of, of testimony is, as I came into the church, like I tell you, when I gave my life to Christ, one of my testimonies is that I learned how to put on tie by the help of Brother Avakame. Amen. My friend Avakame taught me how to put on tie. It's a testimony. My father was wearing tie, but even my father couldn't succeed in teaching me how to put on tie. Yeah. There are many of us that our fathers didn't succeed in showing us how to do certain things. But in church, we have learned how to do it. In church, we have gotten good friends. As you came, today, most of you have got friends here. Is that not it? Without this church, they wouldn't have become your friends. So it means that your allegiance should not just be to those friends. Your allegiance must be to the head. Your hand can be cut off and you'll be alive. Is that right? Your leg can be cut off, you are alive. But if you are cut off from your head, you are finished. And so everybody, you must make sure that you are connecting to your head, Christ, and to Christ's representative in the place. Amen. I'm teaching you how to work with God. Because that is God's representative. Can I have an amen? Yeah. Let people know that we have a beloved pastor. That's right. And that he's the best preacher and teacher for the church. Yes. He's not the best preacher for the world, but for our church. You see, do you know that everybody cherishes their mother? You see people, they are proud about their mothers. This is my mother. I drank my mother's breast milk. And my mother did this, my mother did that, my mother that. And maybe the mother may not even have much or whatever. But the mother is not Miss Ghana. My mother is told anything. You don't need a Miss Ghana to respect your, your mother. At all. You must be proud about where you are coming from. Right. Amen. Amen. I had a friend who lives in Europe. <laughs> when he lands at Kotoka, he removes his shirt. It's like freedom has come to him. I was just wondering. And then. You know, he has a nice place somewhere, but because he lived at Adabraka before going, you will see him walking on the streets of Adabraka and he's very excited. He's going back to his roots. He likes his roots. He likes where he's coming from. This is where you are coming from. This is your roots. You must like your roots. You must appreciate where you are coming from. Can I have an amen? Amen. The breast milk of every mother is the best for their children. So the teaching of the house is the best for you. Amen. Amen. You must like the preaching of this church more than the preaching of any other church. And more than any great man of God anywhere. We respect them, we appreciate them, we believe in their ministry. But so long as, listen, whether you like it or not, a Nigerian, the best meal is their eba. And they make it so international. When you, you see, in Ghana, that we don't, we, we, we don't lift up whatever we have. You go to our top hotels, you will see that they have prepared banku and fufu, only one or two places. But most of them, you go there. A Nigerian top hotel, there a bar is there. Their green soup is there. Yes. With their green, with their green flag. Ah, their green is there. Are you getting me? I've been to top hotels in Nigeria. And you go there. 
you see that the Nigerian identity is there. Somebody took me to a, 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 a certain restaurant in London. Top restaurant! And that is why I went to eat stockfish. Do you know stockfish? You don't know stockfish. They know it. Yeah, it's a fish. Cook nicely. When I went, I entered that place. I didn't feel like getting back. I was turned into a Nigerian by force. Yeah. And I was proud about it. And top class, you see? Top class Nigerian. Top class. Yes. Top class. They believe in their own. They believe in their own. We must also believe in our own. A Nigerian is a Nigerian everywhere. An Indian is an Indian everywhere. It's only Ghanaians that when we go now, we have transformed. We have changed. We have changed. Yeah. It's very difficult to find a Ghanaian community. Except they are quarreling. Yeah. And, they are, and they are choking each other. When you say, say Ghanaian, when you say Ghanaian community, and they whoa, have you seen what this one has done to me? I will let him go home. Because he knows that he hasn't got paper. And they are the ones who go and call the immigration and say that this one hasn't got paper. And when the immigration, you see, white man, do you know lie? He said, what is this? He said, oh, it's your own people who came and reported. Yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, Ghanaians. And that's why some of them, the more you say, they see Ghanaian, no? say, huh? I don't want to go home. I won't go home. I don't want to go home. I won't go home. I don't want to go home. I don't, spirit of envy. I will teach you on that later. May the Lord deliver us from that. Amen. When you see your brother, like your brother, support your brother. If you are not the leader, somebody is the leader, support the leader because tomorrow you'll be a leader. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. We should never appreciate a guest minister better than your own. At all. How can an uncle become better than your father? How can an uncle become better than your You see uncle? <laughs> you see uncle now? You bring your uncle's nice napkins and your father smelling dirty uh, 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 and then wet napkins. Wet napkins. Damp napkins. Then you come and you drop it on your father. Unwashed. See, when, when guests come here, when guests are, come from the office, you see the people will get up. Is that not it? But when I'm coming, you don't get up. I'm not forcing you to get up. I'm only showing you. But those who are they are not better than me in any way. In fact, I invite them and I want you to receive their ministries so I say a lot of good things about them. But they respect our, hey, they respect our ministries. Are you getting me? Yeah. And you people here, listen, never equate my ministry to the number of people who are here. You are mistaken. No, 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 you are mistaken. Never equate my anointing. Never, never. You have missed it. You have missed it. Hey, last any part of the, I was in Germany. German don't joke with that. As I was preaching, I was with mommy. A German couple, white German, German pure. As I was preaching, and I, I was finishing by a certain time. He said, No, no, no. He said, Pastor, please, Pastor, con- preach on. Continue to preach. As I finished, he said, Preach again. So I continued to preach. <laughs> I preach, I preach, I preach. 
Then I said, okay, it's time to... He said, no, keep, keep preaching. Oh. So, at a point in time, I had to cut the preaching and then I started praying. I said, praying, then you bring people. Later, then they, you bring her ministers and bring, oh, she turned the thing, the, the, she, the husband and wife, they turned the thing into something else. And he said, there's something on you. There's something you carry. We want that thing. I'm telling you. And they called whoever asked me. My, 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 my contact man there, they said that this man carries it. And they told me, say, every time you are in Germany, we want you in this church. Wow. Every time you are in Germany, we want you in this church. Come, come. Sorry? Why German? Why German church? Why German church? Yeah, why German church? I was in a church in Switzerland. All of them were white. All of them, apart from them, I mean, just about, I could count the blacks about six. So huge black. And cameras were about, about five cameras. This one here, that one, that, 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 all pointing out. Hey! You see, when Bishop T.D. Jakes was in South Carolina, maybe the church members were not too many, but his ministry was something else. The content of a man's ministry is anointing he carries and the grace upon his life. It's not just... So when you come here, know that God has privileged you to be able to receive something very special from a very anointed man of God. Well respected by the top ministers in this country. Every top minister in this country relates to me. Talk, Reverend Steve Mesa. Reverend Eastwood Anaba, Bishop Dark Ward Mills, Bishop Ajina Sari, Dr. Mason Otabil, the Apostle General. Himself. I was at Apostle General's place. Yeah. Was I was the very first person introduced. Yeah. Special this After he took pictures with me, he was very happy all over. Went to see me off by my car. Made sure that she all the way down, went to where my car, my car, the lady waited and for the people to come, come and drop me and I jumped on my car before you got in. Wow. You think a passenger is a small person? So do not joke with the anointing God has given us in the house. Yeah. That's what I was saying that, yeah. When the guests come, you get up for them. When the guests come, you shake them. You don't greet the guests in your car and you wave. You get down. Am I teaching something here? Yeah. Some of you, when you see the guest, you just wait and go, hello, hello, guest, any good? You go to them. Yeah. But you see, your pastor is like, your pastor is a flying, flying fly. <laughs> FF. He's flying, so you two are flying. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Acts 2.42. The Bible says that they were devoted to the apostles' what? Doctrine. That means... Apostles teaching up in current days, we say they are devoted to their pastor's teaching. So, I say pastor's teaching. So, they were committed to what their pastor's teaching and in fellowship, amen. Yeah, hallelujah. First Thessalonians 5 12 and 13. Bota baduna batalabash. It says, And we urge you, brethren, to recognize those. Hmm? Hmm? Tell somebody, recognize. recognize those who labor among you. You see, sometimes somebody comes there, you don't recognize the person. 
A group is having a meeting. When they see the pastor, they won't recognize the pastor. But who put you together? Hello? Yeah, who put you together? You see the you don't recognize the pastor. We're not saying the pastor. You man, it's like you, you are working and your boss comes around and you have acted like you haven't seen your boss. What, what kind of thinking is that? It's a bad, it's, a, it's, a, it's something bad in your heart. Yeah, yeah. And you see, I'm teaching you because you see, maybe at the workplace, your boss may not, uh, your, your boss will take an action. Yeah. But when you learn it from here, you do the right things. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. You should never see your boss and act like you have not seen him. You have turned your face. Then you give your boss and a corner no other. He said, Numbo and my. Eh? Eh? You have given your pastor's name. When you see your pastor, smile. Can you imagine your father? The moment you get to your house, the moment you get to the house, your children are. Your children are they are all busy. Their children are busy. And they are punching they are WhatsApp, their phones, or uh, that thing they play, the kids play, cha 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 cha. Yeah, the PlayStation. Who pays the electricity bill? I'll put on the lights. Stop and say, hello, Dad, you're welcome. Oh, I'm scoring a goal. Okay, you see that? At least let there be something. But the man comes, you don't mind. Your mother comes, you don't mind. Why? Why should I come to my house? And as I come to my house, nobody is minding me. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. It's an error. Yeah. There have been times I've traveled and as I come, it's like you are visiting your own place. I said, let me clear these people out. Why? Why can't you smile to your pastor? So you are welcome. Daddy, you are welcome. Your mommy has come home. Mommy, you don't know what she has gone through. That you help her. You, you help her carry her things. You also say you are welcome. Yes, Even give the person water yes, to drink. We've had times where you have a group of people. The pastor has made you. The pastor goes to pass there and it's like, it's like the, the cold shoulder. What are you doing here? What do you mean? What are you doing here? When we're starting a ministry, where were you? Do you know the price people have paid? Don't talk, don't behave like that. Before some flies enter your eyes. Yeah. You see, you see what I'm teaching? It may be this and but you because you don't know, that's the reason why. Maybe some of you know that you are deliberate, but some of you too don't know. So it's good to teach it. Then we all we now know that we know it. So next time you do it, then you know that you are deliberate. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very absurd. I mean, you some of you have been in the church for a long time. And you can't even smile with your pastor. You can't greet hello. No, I find it very odd. You see, it's a different thing that somebody comes to the church the first time and all those kind of things, first time, one week or whatever. But you have been in the church not three months, not six months, one year. Sometimes five years and more, and you see, uh, hello, you cannot have apart from good morning, good afternoon. What kind of relationship is it? There must, is there something wrong? You are an oddity of a human being. There is something wrong somewhere. 
Yeah. Go and study human psychology. Yeah. You, you study psychology and they say, somehow can you be there in the same place with the person and not be able to stand and have a conversation of even one minute? One minute. And for your information, let me tell you, it is important that every now and then you go for hand laying by your pastor. For impartation and divine coverings. Yes. That's the reason why when Lighthouse, at the point of when they started growing and not having branches and co, they would tell the, the pastors, all of them, they came to the Kodesh. When Bishop was, uh, Bishop Dad was preaching at the Kodesh, and now all the various pastors have to go to their diocese where their, their bishop is to, for the bishop to preach to them and preach to them and pray for them and minister to them. You need somebody. I go to people who minister to me. Go for hand laying. Amen. Yeah. Then you receive something. Something is released. Sometimes you don't know what is fighting you. You have no idea. And the general prayer in the church is not enough. If you don't know, I'm telling you today. Yeah. I said that gen- many people sometimes have come after the service, as we're there, the, the Holy Ghost will just lead me, and I'll begin to begin to pray something. I was it yesterday or something. Somebody came out, prayed some prayer, and the person said, The very thing that was going on in his life, that was the very thing I was praying about. Wow. Yeah. Very thing. Very, very exact thing. Exact thing. He said, so somebody also, there was something that you have been telling God. And that is exactly, as I was praying, he said, he said you, you are saying the exact thing. And some of you, some of the things that go on, I can't, when you even mention it, you be, it be something. But on the quiet, as you come for prayer, handle Hands are laid. Imaro sitahanda. You you don't listen. There are many places you even get a pastor to come and lay hands on you. The moment they finish, they have entered their office, and you can be sitting there. Last week, last week I was I was with Bishop Ajin. I walked straight into his office. We're talking and all that. When I came, the the people that were sitting there, and I wonder what I was going to say. He finishes his bodyguards when he's going. What are you doing? The guy, people are, are going. Enter his car. You'll be there. One guy told me he was an armor bearer. He used to sit there. For three months, he couldn't have an appointment with his own pastor. He would carry his pastor's Bible, carry it to the altar, go and put it there and things. But to sit with the pastor and say, Pastor, I need to have this discussion. No way. Three months, he told me himself. Three months, he couldn't have appointment. Some of you ask, I'm even going on. You accost me. And that is this and this and that, that you say whatever. And everybody's heart is different. Are you getting me? But do not take that anointing and this grace for granted. That's why he said, recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and what? Admonish you. Recognize them. And when you recognize them, what should you do to them? Verse 13. Verse 13. And he says that, esteem them very hard, highly. Esteem them highly. I look out for the meaning of the word esteem. It means respect and admiration. It means that have respect and admiration for them. What? Highly in love for their work's sake. Look at Church of Pentecost. They don't misbehave towards their pastors. If you're not the eldest, 
But the charismatic people go all speaking to Shalaba, 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 and no. So you see, a you misbehave, you talk anyhow, you retort. Your pastor is talking, you are talking back. What's the meaning of that? It's madness. Anybody that your father is talking and you are talking back, there's a witchcraft spirit. You have an evil spirit. It's an evil spirit that will make you. Because when we're going, and you see, when your father is talking, your hands are at your back. Yes, daddy. Yes, daddy. You are listening to the person. Are you getting me? The will of your father must be done. You are listening to him, listening to the sense. You are not ready to say what is on your mind. Listening to him first. And after that, if there's any explanation, apology, but not as he's talking, no, you are badging him and you are talking back. What kind of behavior is that? It's a bad behavior. It's a devilish behavior. And after that, you start walking away. We don't do that. That's why we don't do that. You see, you want to be blessed. I'm teaching you things to do to be blessed and things to avoid. Things to avoid. Can I have an amen? amen. Yeah. Number three. Follow your man of God closely. Staying close to a man of God brings you close to the anointing. People who receive a special anointing often stay close to their, their father and mentors. When you stay close, you stay close by listening. You stay close by listening. Amen? Yeah. You listen. You stay close. Listen to his messages. Travel with him as much as you have the opportunity. When you hear that he's preaching, you see, you hear that he's preaching somewhere, you are there. There's a certain lady who is very close to the Apostle General. Realize that wherever the Apostle General is preaching, you just be there. So, one day I was with a pastor and he told a lady, hey, you like anointing. And today, she's there. She has, her life has progressed. She lost her husband. God gave her a husband who is even a minister. God has restored her. Oh, listen. Just learn to get close. Those of you who say things to you to run away from men of God, you are, or you are a man of God, they, they, are, they are driving you away from blessings. They are driving you away. I told you. People said so many horrible things about Bishop Dad to me. Yes. He's this, he's that, he's that. And I told myself that I wouldn't relate to him based on what people are saying. I will get to know him myself. And so I decided to get close. In my personal estimation, he's one of the best human beings that God has given to us. Amen. Currently, healing Jesus campaign, we are in Malawi. Many countries touching lives, which the commentators and the evil talkers, they haven't even gone to Akotolante. They haven't gone anywhere. They don't give one penny, one dime. If you tell them, go to Govia, they'll get missing. They'll say, we are sorry. But we've gone to preach all those places. Hallelujah. Are you learning something here? Just want to follow your man of God closely. In Joshua 1, 1 to 3, you see that Joshua associated with Moses as his personal servants. Is that right? Yeah. Now, after the death of Moses, what happened? He was the one who received the anointing. 
So as you move with the man of God and you serve him, you'll be anointed. I'm telling you, the anointing, let me tell you, listen, the anointing that you can as your country check, take it, take it, take it. It comes by plugging in. It comes by doing something in the house. You see, as Pastor Derek has been following me, and we go to places. He was following me, going to, I was preaching for Bishop Ajin's place at Perez, and now he, he was backing me. Now he, they invite him to sing. Live TV, television. And he's, yeah, he has become a major singer. When he goes there now, they will receive him. Come and sing. Yeah. He'll come and sing. Sing. As I go to places, people see Pastor Seth. This, uh, Pastor this, Pastor that. Just please get close. Amen. 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 Get close. Most of the people ask Nana has been. A lot of them, they can say, they can, when the moment they come, they, they know her. Who is Nana? It's her service. But it's not because, listen, anybody that is anything is because of their service. We, we work together. Should I hate the person who works with me? Should I drive the way? I should, you can't hate the person. So if you also are serving, you want to help me, I'll be so happy. I need even more helpers. But when you are pretentious, and it's like, these are the ones we like, and these are not. Patience, have I not been talking to you? Have you brought me 200 cities before? Have you bought me even 50 cities before? But look at her. Look at this skinny girl. Come here. You know. You know. Look at her. And she, she, I didn't you know. Before I realized she was, she was at the bookshop there. And trying to do something. And you see her sometimes after, ah, there are times I was seeing her. After seven, she'll be sitting here and I'm wondering, what are you doing? Are you not going home? And so I'm trying to meet something, uh, so that we can do some accounting or something. Or that. I don't know. But with that, she's getting close. And we are relating. I don't know her father, I don't know her mother. But she comes to church and she's, be, she's become a daughter. That's it. But you two, you can be in the church. Ah, you have joined some union. TUC. Yeah, TUC. Thank you, madam. You see, you have joined TUC. And you are there and you are talking. Join, join senior management. That's right. As I join senior management. Amen. Yeah. And you are invited to the senior management. Amen. Join the group. I, I say you are invited to senior management. Amen. In this church, my heart desires that all of you become pastors. Amen. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm being very truthful to you. You're, that you will be dead. You are pastoring this church here. You are pastoring this church. You are pastoring. And all those who pastor in the church, we don't ask them for a dime. We don't collect a penny from them. We start the church so that you have an expression of ministry. In fact, it's even an honor we are honoring them. That we set up a church here, pastor the church here, pastor the church here, so that you have crowns in heaven and blessings on earth. Amen. Ah! Who can win Yeah. Tell someone to follow your man of God closely. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Close. Number four, let your man of God lay hands on you periodically. Amen. Come for hand. Listen, when you come to church, don't run away. You see, the reason why many people go to the jujus and all those kind of things is because of the fact that they don't plug into the anointing. Because they don't plug into the anointing, they have to go and consult some other powers. Which they become demonized. Hmm? Yeah, Second Timothy 1.6. 
And John 20, 22. Just write that quickly. I want to finish that quickly. After the death of Moses, servant of the Lord, he came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun. No. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. 2 Timothy. Therefore, I remind you, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Is that right? Okay, so the, when the hands are laid on you, there's, what happens to you? A gift of God is released into your life. So through the laying on of hands, spiritual gifts can be released into your life. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. By the grace of God, I've laid hands on people and I've seen things that happen to them. <laughs> when you see a man of God, an anointed man of God, and a father, don't run away. Last December, we went to, for, to Yesukrum for a program. And the Lord has been using me in many dimensions of ministry, healings and co. But I met this man of God, the, the chairman of the Church of Pentecost. He's an elderly man. He's a father. Someone who heads a denomination like this. So when I saw him, I didn't make myself like, I'm a man of God. Listen, you have to always learn to humble yourself. So when I, when I, I saw him, I was with Mama, I said, I, I greeted him and everything. We have actually met with the Apostle General. We've had discussions and things. It's like, we are all sitting down and all those things. But this time, I just went and said, Papa, I've come, please, can you, can you pray for me? And I knelt down. And he had also brought his family to come and pray and everything. He laid hands on us and prayed and prayed and prayed. And after he prayed, from there, went to the meeting. When we got to the meeting, there are some anointing that started flowing in the room. It was something else. And my own daughter, Isra, not knowing, as I've been living with her, you know, when she was young, she was very active, and so you see her, and then she's moving, and she's jumping, hopping, and all those things. So you would think, yeah, that's it. Not knowing that one of the legs was shorter. So in the meeting, she said, Daddy, one of these, my leg is shorter than the other. And I said, lie down. And I had seen somebody, you see, ministry, eh? you get knowledge by reading, faith by listening and impartation by watching. So I have watched and seen Derek Prince, who is my spirit, one of my spiritual fathers and mentors, pray for people who one leg is longer and the other leg will grow. And I've always desired that grace. <laughs> so when she laid down, I said, God, I pray that may this leg grow in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, leg grow, leg grow, leg grow, leg grow, leg grow. Before I, the, the leg was out <laughs> and came exactly to that level. If you want to know that one of your leg is shorter than the other, you lie down. Come. Remove your something. Right here. Let your back be here. Lift your leg up. If 
one is longer, you will see it. This is the way to see it. You see it's like this. Exercise, yeah. He's screaming. On your exercise, on your exercise. Okay, your legs are correct. Your legs are correct. Amen. Look, he's about to collapse. But when I, when I did her own, lie down again, lie again. In fact, her leg, that one, her leg was there like that. And one was that. Then as I was praying, the leg started. Then when it got to this and straight away it stopped. Who are those who were in that meeting? Yeah. Didn't she give the testimony herself? And me, I didn't even know. She just told me. Leg grew. Growing of the limb. The leg, it grew. And I know that it's an impartation of laying off of what? Hands by a father. So there was another dimension of the ministry that was added to my ministry. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what? When your spiritual authority speaks a blessing on your life, God honors it. Amen? Yeah. Because in, in, in Hosea 12, 13, it says that through a prophet, Hosea 12, 13, that's the last scripture. Hosea 12, 13. By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he was what? Preserved. So it means that by a prophet, you walk in deliverance. Through the agency of a prophet, his ministry will bring you out of a, a problem. May you come out of every problem. Amen. I said, may you come out of every problem. Amen. May you come out of every difficulty. Amen. May you come out of every challenge. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Listen to me. If you are there, you feel harassed. There's something that is going on. Don't keep it. It can kill you. It can destroy you. Sometimes there are some thoughts that are fighting you. Are you here with me? There are some things. And you need to go to your pastor and anoint that person and say, please, pray with me about this. Yeah. One of the days, something was, certain things were happening. And I went to her father and I said, these things were happening. He just touched me and said, Father, in Jesus' name, let your power be released. Give her a touch. This is a, in less than, less than two minutes. And that thing that was, looked like it was kind of sitting just... Just do sparry, just vanish. Laying on of hands. So when it's time for laying on of hands and go, don't take like some casual something. It's not about falling. You don't need to fall. You don't need. We we are we are not there to impress anybody about falling or somersaulting or something. The thing is that the laying on of hands will bring about the stirring of gifts and blessings. And that's why some of you guys will come around. I just hold your hands as I pray for you. There are times I'm just there, then I'm called. One day I was just there, a certain lady that I knew, a pastor somewhere. 
in, 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 light, in, in one of the churches. And then I, I called and I, I said, I haven't seen it for a long time and this and this. And he said, this calling is a prophetic call. And as I called, I started encouraging the person. He said, exactly what I'm going through. This and this and this and that. She was weeping. And, and I prayed with her. He said, I feel a relief. I feel a touch. There are people that have prayed on the phone. As I'm praying on the phone, the anointing just touches them. The phone is thrown away. You hear them screaming and things. And they are delivered. That is why I do not want you to joke with this anointing. By this anointing, I see great promotion coming to your life. Great favor coming to your life. God opening doors unto you. What looked like an impossibility, I see God make a way for you. In the name of Jesus. Any occultic power that was raised against you, may their powers be destroyed. In the name of Jesus. And the enemy cockroaches hiding in your dress, hiding in your wardrobe, may their powers be destroyed. In Jesus' name. Open the cockroach scripture for me. I think it's in Job chapter 38. Job chapter 38, in message version. We pray with it and we are done. Oh. Give the Lord a hand of praise. Start the 12. Let me see what is the 12. 12. And have you ever ordered morning? Get up, told dawn, get to work. Hi, you are going to order your money. So you could seize earth like a blanket and shake out the wicked like cockroaches. Is there any cloth here? Yeah. See, if a cockroach gets stuck into this, have you seen the message? It will be very difficult. What is this? Is it a curtain or what? Hey. Uh, hey, ladies, they can wear things. Too. Yeah. So, can you imagine? Cockroach has entered this. Can you wear this? So, he said, you could seize earth like a blanket and shake out the wicked like cockroaches. May any cockroaches in your life be shaken out. In the name of Jesus. Say in Jesus' name. And the cockroaches. And the evil forces. In my life. I shake you out. As I clap my hands. Cockroaches. Of shame. Cockroaches. Of miscarriages. Cockroaches. Of delays. Of blessings. Cockroaches. Of sicknesses, cockroaches, of frustration, cockroaches, of confusion. I shake you out, 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 out. I stamp you, I stamp on you and destroy you. Lift your voice, somebody. In the name of Jesus, every cockroach, cockroaches, cockroaches, we are shaking, we are shaking the cockroaches. We are shaking the cockroaches. We are shaking the cockroaches. No cockroaches going with you. This month. No cockroaches going with you. No cockroaches. 
Lift your hand in Jesus' name. I declare over your life in the spiritual herald and any demonic pharaoh who has seen your light, who has seen your star, and has been assigned to fight you, may they be cut off. Amen. As Herod emaciated into Magot, whatever Herod that has been sent to fight you, as Herod tried to fight and cut off the life of Christ as a baby, anything that has just started in your life that somebody wants to destroy it, may the destroyer be destroyed in the name of Jesus. The past months. They succeeded in destroying it. But not this month. May their mouth be shut up. May their hands wither. May their program be destroyed. May their hand handwritings be erased. Any witchcraft power set to frustrate you. We frustrate their talkings. We frustrate their activities. We release the fire of God. The lightness and the thunderous. And we scatter them. When they sit in conferences against you. Where they sit around tables. We crash their tables into pieces. Amen. We command fire to burn them. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. I command every spirit of resistance Jesus. to come out of your life Jesus. by the power of the Holy Spirit. Whatever spirit that is resisting you, resisting your progress, resisting your peace, resisting your marriage, resisting the coming of your children, resisting your progress, resisting new clients from coming to you, resisting your financial breakthrough, resisting your education. We resist the resistor. We oppose the opposer. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Any agent of unfruitfulness, you are bound today. You are bound today. 
in the name of Jesus. We curse the spirit of stagnation. In the name of Jesus. We're going to do something prophetic. Take 10 steps. Anyway, forward. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We decree that by these 10 steps, this 10th month, the number 10 stands for double grace. May you experience grace. To your left yes, Lord. and grace yes. to your right Amen. when you move forward may there be grace Amen. and behind you let there be grace may you always be second with grace yes, Amen. grace means what you cannot do by yourself may you receive supernatural enablement Amen. supernatural enablement Amen. to solve problems Amen. supernatural enablement Amen. for uplifting Amen. for your promotion Amen. receive supernatural Amen. enablement Amen. in the name of Jesus. Jesus this 10th month people that need passports and visas receive open doors People that need new businesses. I pronounce over your businesses. Lord. That they will flourish. Yes, Lord. Receive flourishing. Lord. Receive flourishing. Lord. Let your eyes see flourishing. Lord. The business you are doing. Let it flourish. Lord. From today. May people come to you and help Jesus. you. May people come to you and help you. May financiers and helpers. Locate your yes. address Amen. from today. Jesus Get more clients. Amen. Receive more customers. Amen. Let them be open doors. Jesus name. May you overtake. Amen. And may you recover yes, all. Amen. Whatever you lost. Jesus. And now may God give unto you blessings with compound interests in the name of Jesus Amen. may you live like a calf let out of the storm Amen. may you rejoice in the Lord your God on this altar may the Lord hear you on this altar may the Lord perform mighty miracles you are delivered from stagnation from stagnation, Amen. I declare growth Jesus. in your life. Amen. Spiritual growth. Amen. Favor. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. May you be joyful. Yes, May you be joyful. Yes, May you be joyful. Yes, Until Eli spoke, Hannah was crying. Today I speak into your prophetic destiny. Jesus. Stop every cry. Amen. And even in your old age, may you flourish. Amen. Any good thing you didn't experience Amen. when you were younger, from today, may you experience it. In Abraham's old age, he gave, and Isaac's old age, they gave birth to Abraham's old age and Sarah's old age, they gave birth to Isaac. Yes. Laughter. From today, receive laughter. Amen. From today, may you flourish. Amen. In the name of Jesus. May your joy be full. Yes, Lord. Amen. May your joy be full. Yes, Lord. Today, I decree and declare Jesus. where you failed in the past, Jesus. 
may you succeed where you were persecuted may you be honored Joseph was persecuted in Egypt but he became prime minister may the God of comfort comfort you may you receive the blessings of the breast the blessings of comfort the blessings of consolation the blessings of softness and the blessing of a delightful land in the wilderness of your life where things are dry from today may you flourish 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 may your wilderness become a fruitful field and may your fruitful field become a forest may your wilderness become a fruitful field and your fruitful field become a forest in the name of jesus so now finally i declare whatever you lost may the holy spirit cause a restoration today is your day of fruitfulness it's your day of restoration it's the beginning of a season of joy and celebration of good things in the name of jesus may angels be released to restore whatever was lost may he put laughter in your mouth and a new song upon your tongue may you skip like a calf let that others know may you no more be where you were for the 10 steps will take you forward your life has moved forward forward in grace forward in honor forward in peace forward in promotion forward in joy forward in marriage forward in business forward in finances forward in education forward in anointing forward in the church forward 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 in the name of jesus May your life progress oh, yes, Lord. mightily Amen. from today. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.